What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice. And I'm led to do something a bit different here with this podcast on Anchor. I feel like I need to use this to serve as a foundation, maybe like building blocks for words that God has given me and kind of sharing and and, uh, kicking the tires on it per se here and sharing it with the people. So what I want to talk to you about today is trust. Proverbs chapter three, verses five through six says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. When you're trusting in him with all of your heart, you have to look at what your heart is. Your heart is the innermost part of your being. It is the seat of your emotions, your appetite, your passions. So you're trusting him with every fiber of your being. Everything that drives you, you are, oh my God. Everything that drives you, you are trusting God with. What does it look like to trust him with his whole heart? I mean, with your whole heart. We can look at someone like Abraham who was given a promise. And it took 25 years for that promise to come to pass. But he continued to trust and believe the word that God had given him, regardless of how bad and how difficult things seem. Sarah was dead twice over as far as her womb was concerned. She was past childbearing years and she was barren before that. But he believed the word that God gave him and because of his steadfast belief in the face of everything that says it's not the case God honored him and he brought Isaac into his life then he trusted him even the more so with taking Isaac and putting him on the altar of sacrifice raising the blade to sacrifice him when a ram was provided. He was ready to take out the very promise that God had given him because he believed that God was telling him to do so. But he knew that if I, my God, if I carry out this thing that God is telling me to do that is against the promises that he has given me, that he will resurrect and bring it to pass because his word is true and it will not return unto him void. It cannot. So even if I have to kill the very promise that God has given me, he will revive it. He's got to revive it because his promise has to come to pass. So that's what it looks like to trust God with your whole heart. And when it comes to leaning not to your own understanding, that means that God may call us to do things and to carry out things that just don't make 
sense. The word says, I believe it's Isaiah uh, 55 and 8, that as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are his ways above our ways and his thoughts above our thoughts. So he may cause us to do and call us to do things that don't make sense. Example, in 2 Kings, where the children of Abraham were going to war against Moab to assist Judah with getting the things that were promised to Judah, the promises that were made to Judah from Moab, they were going to die. They were in the wilderness of Edom and they were going to die. No water, no anything in sight to provide for those three great armies, uh, Edom, Israel, and Judah. But the king of Judah just knew, he knew within him. And he kept saying, even though Elisha, the man of God was like, why are you talking to me? You are Ahab and Jezebel's son. You, you are wicked and I, I don't even want to talk to you if not for uh, if not for the king of Judah I wouldn't even be talking to you but he was like no I know God didn't bring us out here for us to die he was confident that God did not bring them out there to die Israel's king said this so what did God tell them to do he told them to dig ditches in preparation for the water that was coming. And they did just that, even though they were on the brink of death. They had no water. That was the thing that they needed most at that time. But we're going to take up manual labor that's going to make us sweat out in this hot desert wilderness. Okay, they did that. They dug ditches all around. And at the time of sacrifice, they didn't stop praising God. They didn't stop worshiping God. And at the time when they were worshiping him, then the waters flooded in and filled the place and filled up those ditches that were dug. So they did that, not leaning to their own understanding, doing what God said, do regardless of how crazy it looked. And God used that their faithfulness and them doing what he said he honored that and used that water that was there not only to give them the nourishment that they needed so they could go on but also to confuse and deceive Moab into thinking that they had killed themselves that they had killed each other and couldn't get along and they fought each other in war came in Moab did with no arms and unknowingly unwittingly walked into the enemy's camp thinking that they were going to take away the spoils not knowing that they were walking into their death and those three kingdoms destroyed Moab so we can't lean to our own understanding. We have to acknowledge him in all our ways. Know him with an intimate knowledge. The, the way that a man knows a wife. Got to know him intimately. Be in lockstep with him. And if we are acknowledging him, knowing him like that in all of our ways, 
then he can direct our path. When a spouse is in a relationship with their betrothed, if they enter into a contract, it brings the other person in on it, whether the other person steps up to do it or not. So if you're in an intimate relationship with God, if you are knowing him, if you are are diving into his word, if you are are losing yourself in prayer and, and in his spirit, you're in a position to know him and know just what he's saying, know his direction so that he can direct your path. We shouldn't be entering into anything without acknowledging and knowing him intimately as far as it's concerned. That's how he directs our path because we're in lockstep with him. Now, it's not some kind of spooky uh, uh, step three uh, times to the right, step three times to the left, one step back and jump. No, it's not a slide dance, nothing of that nature. It is being so in tune with God that you know that what you're doing is what he's telling you to do. And we do that by seeking him in prayer, taking everything to the Lord in prayer, getting his direction. And then when he gives that direction, moving on his commandments. This is what Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. He did not want to go to the cross. He asked three times for the cup to pass. But he said, "Not nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And had he not gone to the cross, we could not be in fellowship or relationship with God. So wrapping it all up, we got to have faith in him and we have to do it to the point that we are able to please him because without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Don't trust your finite understanding, but lean on his infinite wisdom. It may not make sense at all. It may fly in the face of reason, but if God is saying to do it, do it. How are we going to know him? We're going to know him intimately. We must make him a part of all of our decision making so that he can direct our path. All right, family, I pray that this blesses and helps you and that it blesses and helps me uh, that I'm not just a hero or a sayer of his word, but a doer. So, again, God bless you. Be encouraged.